Hi everyone, thanks for joining us for Property Performance Stars Episode 8 of Season 2 and I am joined by Justine from Centurion. A little bit different this time, we're going with a property management based uh, professional rather than a sales based. So for all you property managers, business development managers or aspiring business owners with property management backgrounds, tune right in because this is going to be for you. So, Justine. Hi, thanks for having me. Yes, thank you for coming. Can you tell us what your life was like before real estate? Yeah, so my background, I've always predominantly worked in hospitality. Um, I did do a a degree in fashion and design, and once I finished, I realised, actually, this isn't what I want to do. (laughs) Everyone does that, don't they? I know. So, um, and I've also travelled the world due to my parents' work. So I was actually born in Holland, um, lived in New Zealand, Middle East, Spain, all over, and then I came to Australia when I was 20. So, oh, cool. Yeah. And this is home now? This is home. Awesome. I love it here. What's not to love? I know. This is why I think everyone wants to come into Perth right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely compared yeah. to the rest of the world. So mostly customer service based. Absolutely. Roles. Well, that applies. It really does. I think the hospitality gave me a really good foundation for um, coming into real estate because you're dealing constantly with people, um, different people, different personalities, different dynamics. Um, So I'm really grateful um, that I had that. And my first hospitality job, I think I was 15. So I had a good couple of years behind me before I came into real estate. Awesome. So how did that all come about? It's quite a funny story. So My husband at the time, still my best friend, great guy. I finished my degree and I said, I'm just not happy. I don't think I want to do fashion and design. I went back into hospitality for a little bit. And he said, you're always watching these programs, um, location, location, million dollar listing, um, renovating on a dime, um, moving to the country, everything that was real estate based. He said, have you thought about getting a job in real estate? Because you watch it all the time on TV. Um, so I did, you know, when someone just says something and it clicks and it was like a aha moment. Yes. Yeah, you're like, that's it. That's it. And so I went and went to Rewa, looked at the training that was required. Um, I did obviously then it's, I think they're changing a little bit now with the courses. They're actually breaking the property management and sales into two different trainings. But back then it was a combined one. And so I completed that and really at the time, it was difficult because like anything in any industry, they want to recruit people with um, experience. Experience, yeah. So what I did at the time was really just looked at any, um, I guess, job positions that were open to bringing in someone completely green with no experience, no rookie. And did you find that challenging? Yes, yeah. it was. Um, and the thing is, I think also I didn't obviously realise with real estate at the time, personalities fit different I guess um, areas and criteria so property management personality is very different to a business development which is more sales based agreed yeah so I went and I found this job um, position where they just said you know no experience required we'll train you and off I went with my CV and my um, license certificate and went and had this interview and at the time it was a company called Investors Age Real Estate who Denise Thompson, who is now my business partner, was the one that hired me. So I actually sat down and entered. Um, so I went for a assistant property management yep, position. Yep, yep. And really interesting, she did, and this is 
probably a, a, a process that's worth doing. She did to me what was called a disc profile or a personality profile. Have yes. you come across that? Yes. Yeah. We've done them with, with our PJ days. Yeah. Yep. So I actually went for an assistant property management position and I sat there and, and did everything and had the interview and sort of, as I do, tell stories quite actively. And, and um, she said, did this profile and said, Justine, we just feel that you'd be better as a business development manager but we don't have a position for a business development manager, but we've met you and we want to create one because we think wow, it would be fantastic. that's so cool. Yeah. Now, I didn't know what a business development manager did, <laughs> so I'm like Googling it under the table going, "What? Do, oh, okay, this is what we do. Well, they weren't so, all that common mm. back in the day. So how long, when was that? Gosh, so that would have been, we're looking at about eight years ago yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of when things really started to change. That's right. Cool. Yeah, and and I loved it. I um, It's interesting with real estate, there's no two days that are the same. There's no two clients that are the same. If you're thinking about coming into the industry, it is if you love variety, this job is for you. And so I, they didn't have a business development manager uh, position at the ro- at the time. So I did a lot of the procedures and lined the path with this company at the time. It was great because I learned, we all sort of learned together and really, really good experience, you know, going from, I think maybe four or five managements, just as I left, I think my last month I did 20 managements. Amazing. So, um, I also went for a real award of excellence, which was quite nice. Nice to be recognized by the industry mm-hmm. as well. And um, and I loved it. It's it, it's it's just a great job. So how did you end up where you are now? So after then, I wanted to keep growing as mm-hmm. you do, and I thought, all right, I got told you'd be really good at sales. So off I went and started. Um, I guess changed my direction and had a stint in sales. And this is what I'm saying. It's really interesting because only through trying do you realize what fits you and and what you enjoy doing. And I didn't enjoy sales. So um, it's not for everybody. It is not like and and full respect for for those sales reps out there. It's it you know, it is it's a really tough job. And combined with that, the market changes as well. So um, you need a completely different skill set for every time there's a movement yeah yeah and then add new technology add different um yeah the different market changes just there's so much um so I so I did that and then I sort of realized no this isn't for me and it was just time to grow so so I left Investors Edge and um, went and worked for a different uh, couple of companies, which was good as well, seeing how different offices um, do things do things differently different procedures um so that was really good experience. And it got to a point, and this is a little bit of a, a cool story with Glenn. Tell me. Um, <laughs> Tell everyone. So I bought my first property from uh, Glenn when I was 26. So I used my first home buyer's grant to buy 61 Cyril Road. Um, to obviously satisfy my first home buyer's grant, I did move into it for the first 12 months, but I knew that I wanted to subdivide. I've always been into subdivisions as well. And had such a great experience. I have to always, I'm not sure if I've ever told Glenn this, but he he was just wonderful to deal with, such a great guy. And so I bought this property, moved in, and I subdivided it. And 
I was very lucky. I did very well. I actually, because the house prices um, increased whilst I owned it, I could actually leverage from the bank to finance my subdivide on the back. Fund your development. Yeah. And so did that with a company called PM Bank. They were really cool because they were one of the only um, companies that would actually loan off a plan, whereas yeah. other banks didn't at the time. So it did very well. And I ended up selling the front um, for the same amount that I bought the whole block. Amazing. So, yeah. Very, very lucky. Market. <laughs> Talking about market conditions changing. It, it doesn't always work that <laughs> way, It guys. doesn't. No, I'm one of these like, like after that, I think the market just kept going down and down and down. But because I did quite well, I knew at this point, I thought, I want to buy in. Yeah. I want to have an ownership. I want to have a voice. Yeah in how I guess I want a business to be ran and, and the direction it's heading in and so forth. So from that, I um, I bought into Centurion coming up five years ago. Um, wow. Yeah. And it's been a tough five years. <laughs> what a time to buy yeah, into a business. I know. <laughs> <And> just <laughs> talking about this is another quality. If you're thinking about coming into real estate, you need tenacity. Um, you, like strength. S- strength. It's just, yeah, like a lot of caffeine. That's right. Like you just. <laughs> yeah. But, it's a lot. And then all of a sudden just the market's changed due yeah. to COVID. It's been incredible. And who would have thought when when the world is going into crisis that, you know, I, I don't know about you, but when kind of everything stopped here, I was like, oh, what are we going to do? You know, how how is this going to go? Yeah. And amazingly, it had the complete opposite effect to what we expected, yeah. um, which is crazy yeah phenomenal we, yeah really. we were we were preparing for the worst yes yeah, we were like okay what does this mean um again quite lucky with our business we were we're quite technology focused so with the girls who are in the property management team or in office 365 i could get them from working from home um property tree uh, you guys with it as well online platform portals so it we kind of realized it was a blessing in that we didn't need to be in the office. Mm. As long as we're good with technology, we had our Zoom meetings, we kept our landlords posted. Um, we use the technology to do virtual home opens. Um, obviously, I do all the leasing still. Um, so it, it has been a blessing. And then from that, it's trickled onto this huge demand of tenants and, and, and buyers wanting to come to Perth now. And now we're just riding this incredible wave, which, awesome. yeah, I know. I, I've got a really, really interesting question for you because it's something that um, I know I struggle with a little bit and I'm, I'm really interested to know how other um, active business owners manage it. So you, you're you obviously business development, you're doing leasing, you, you know, you're managing a team, all those types of things. So how do you juggle um, working on the business and working in the business? Yeah, great question. I'm still figuring that <laughs> I was out. Just say you don't when know you that. that out, you come and tell me. Yeah, yeah, I feel <laughs> it, that. It's difficult. So I've actually... Got some leave coming up. I'm taking two weeks off and I haven't had leave in a very long time. What I've planned is that for those days, I'll be next month enjoying myself. Um, but I'm also going to be taking a couple of days where I'm actually away from the office, um, but I'm still going to be working on the business. Yeah. Um, so I've, I just have to book his leave and there's just times, otherwise if there's a long weekend, I try and use the Monday where I come in uh, to work yes. when no one's there, yeah. no distractions, and you just reflect. Another big thing is 
with if you're thinking about getting into real estate, you've got to do um, CBD points, compulsory personal development points ongoingly. But I also strongly suggest to do any other personal development training. The industry is ever changing and you need to make sure that you're on the forefront of it. So um, if there's courses, if there's other real estate agents there, synergize, bounce ideas, and then take those ideas back to your office and, and implement and develop so that you're always at the cutting front of it. A hundred percent. Yeah. Training is number one and that networking and like what we're doing now, because yeah. you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. Um, and sometimes it just is one thing that you'll get from a chat with someone that you just be like, I would never have thought of that. I know. Um, yeah. Very, very cool. I actually also um, did a thing a couple of years ago, LPMA, Leading Property Managers of Australia. They were great. We did a, a cruise in Sydney. Oh, um, sign I me know, up. Right. Yes. <laughs> Although cruise ships right now. Oh, I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. I think everyone's been put off by cruise ships, but it means there might be some good deals to be had. That's it. Um, so what that meant was you adjust with everyone from around Australia. So these leading property management industries and businesses and licensees that are all around Australia, which meant that there's no... Um, I guess, um, concern for oversharing ideas because one's in Adelaide, one's in Sydney, and plus you're all a little bit different. But it just meant that it nurtured and cultured this incredible environment where we were sharing and synergizing and bouncing and we had guest speakers and, um, you know, Dennis Yusuf and all those guys there that have just always been leading the edge of, of the industry and we were just absorbing whilst having a cocktail. It was just great. Amazing. Yeah. And what would you say, just talking about amazing experiences, what would be your favourite out of your career? What would be your, or a few, your number one kind of um, really, really awesome experience yeah. that the industry has given to you? Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's a really good question, actually, because I love it. I just wake up every day and I think that's the trick. You know that you love what you do when it doesn't feel yeah. like work. Yeah. A big thing, being a business development manager or a client relations manager is I deal with a lot of landlords that have been burned. They've been burned by other agencies, other offices, um, property managers maybe that had had a lack of experience, not enough training, um, and really dropped the ball. And it meant that emotionally they were quite upset um, with property managers in general. Um, it impacted their financial cash flow, which obviously hurts, not why you have investment properties. So when I deal with these landlords that have their guards up, breaking through, showing them that there are better property managers out there than what they've experienced and delivering that service, it's just that is why I do what I do. And I love it. And um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. And like, they're not the easiest clients. That's why if you say like, what's your ideal client? Like they're, they're, it's hard because you, they've heard it all. They, they've been, you know, sold to that. Yeah, we're going to give you promise the world down. and then let down. So when I can actually go, you know what, I'm not going to promise you anything. I'm just going to show you um, that. And then after that, it's just, yeah, it's great. Amazing. That's so, so, so cool. Um, advice. Advice for new recruits. What what would you tell Ooh. what would you tell you when you were starting? It's a couple of things. I think when and it, this is a hard one because you can't select the office that you work for in terms of you've really got to sometimes when you're new and you've got no experience, you've just got to take the job that's there that's willing to take on a rookie with no experience. But do your research in that company that's hiring you because 
like Kyra said, it's all about training and support. And you want to make sure that you're stepping into a company that's going to nurture your growth, really look after you. Um, after three or four years, listen to what your end goals are. You may say, I want to start here, but I'm growing into sales. An office that's going to nurture you through that process. So do feel that you've got a voice in asking those questions and doing your research on the office that you're about to work for. Also, you just need patience. You need patience and you need tenacity. It is it is hard work. It is one of those industries that the first couple of years is such hard work and then all of a sudden you get it and you've got the skills and you, you bounce and you love it. So, but just push through those first couple of years. It's worth it. We do hear that. Actually, I think everybody that sits in the chair is like the first few years are so hard and yeah. you will just want to quit every single day. Yeah. But if you can get past that, that hump yeah. and just kind of keep going and you do need a like I guess a um, persistence about your a, a stubbornness yeah. about you to just 100%. not not give up but yeah. the, it, it is there if if you can can work for it and um an environment um environment I just yeah a hundred percent yeah it is when you find your place where you're meant to be and where you feel really comfortable mm. and where you are supported like that yeah. it is just magic yeah. and especially with property management a lot of what we do you're dealing with a lot of gray areas um it's sometimes not black and white you know you've got to go back to the residential tenancy act and then you're, you're kind of deciphering the this interpretation wording, interpretation the and then you've got this scenario over here and it is tricky. I've even done it for so many years and I still come across scenarios and I'm like, this is a tricky one. So what you need then is the team around you to go, you know what, bounce off. How would you do this? Yeah. What do you think? A good leader as well or someone that's done it for many years. Mm-hmm. It can go, try this, try that. Let's do it like this and then get that outcome. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. Catch our next episode um, coming out to you soon and the blog as well. Bye. Bye.